Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Podcast. If you don't like that sound, then you can just leave, because it's 90 degrees, 93 I think, and I'm outside, multitasking, recording, thinking, reminiscing. Tonight I promise you a show of entertainment, because in these crazy times, we need to be entertained. Today I want to acknowledge the 100th, the 103rd birthday, it would have been, of Lena Horne. Lena Horne was a trailblazer, first black actress ever signed to a long-term contract. Her beauty became a political thing. She had a problem with that. She had a problem with that her beauty was basically weaponized to, you know, change Hollywood. And she didn't get the parts that she wanted. She should have. She, for me, I, I think she was gorgeous. And the songs, you know, her voice, she had a very good voice. Beautiful voice that she developed over time, you know, and worked extensively with Vincent Minnelli, Judy Garland, Frank Sinatra. They wanted her to sing the blues, and she didn't know how to sing the blues, so she went to Billie Holiday. Because everyone said, you know, learn to sing like Billie Holiday. Billie Holiday said to her, you got two babies, you got to pay your rent, sing the song. And so, Lena Horne is most famous for her song, Stormy Weather. It is her signature song. Nobody can take that away from her. And, you know, in these crazy times, um, she worked extensively during the civil rights movement was the last to see Medgar Evers alive. Um, did a, they did a concert for him, and she sang this little light of mine, and um, worked with Martin Luther King Jr., did the March on Washington. She went up to the microphone and famously said, freedom, um, you know, uh, and uh, just continued living her life. She died at 92 and left a very good legacy for all of us to learn from. And in 2002, Ali Berry, the first, and at this moment, which is sad, the only black actress ever to win Best Actress. We're talking lead Oscar for lead, acknowledged Lena Horne in her Oscar acceptance speech. She recognized that that moment was much bigger than her. I mean, it was not a good film, but you know, she won for it. And that same night, Denzel Washington won for Best Actor. So tonight, I promise you entertainment. And um, I encourage all of you to go and listen to Lena Horne. Watch Cabin in the Sky, which is a very interesting film. Stormy Weather. Um, what's another one she did? She's in The Wiz. That's interesting because, see, her son-in-law, I don't know if he was her ex-son-in-law yet, um, because her son-in-law was Sidney Lumet. So Sidney Lumet directed The Wiz. Michael Jackson, Nipsey Russell, Diana Ross, Lena Horne as Glenda the Good Witch. So check it out, and we'll be right back after these Dr. Zeus messages.
Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Podcast. It's 95 degrees. I'm not 95 yet. One day. Um, a passing to note. Carl Reiner. Who died at the ripe old age of 98. He was still doing it. Still making us laugh. And talk about an icon. I, I like to hope that he... Well, I like to know that he's in the afterlife now with his wife who famously said in her son's film Rob Reiner's When Harry Met Sally I'll have what she's having yeah so they're together again just like uh, Gracie Allen and George Burns so here we are at Dr. Zeus Podcast I thought, let's talk about the sequels it was a idea that I got from Shit Happens When You Party Naked. Really great podcast. I want to acknowledge them. And this is, I thought, you know, some sequels are a long time coming. Like in the case of Dr. Sleep. I actually like Dr. Sleep. Um, the book is darker than the movie. And then the, the book, the ending is different than the movie. The ending in the movie really was to tie together the Stanley Kubrick version of The Shining. Because we all know that Stephen King did not like the film version of The Shining. He felt it was cold. And he said of Stephen of, of Stanley Kubrick, I'm not a cold man. I can't do his voice. So if it sounds weird, you know, some people I can, some people I can't. Um, I was talking earlier on a video, we were talking about Joker. Now, that's already been greenlit to be a sequel. And very rarely do sequels... You know, there are a few that have won Oscars. The Godfather being one. Um, The Lord of the Rings, the third film, won Best Picture. Return of the King. So, wouldn't that be interesting? If Joaquin Phoenix... And he's, he's brilliant. If he does Joker, the sequel... And then he wins another Oscar. So then he will hold a distinction with The Godfather. Because he's won for two sequels. Or two films. The, you know, sequels. Um, isn't that interesting? Um, sequels don't always fare well. But in the case of Terminator 2, it was better. Um, I bring up Terminator 2 because we're living in very crazy times. And there's a lot of allegories in Terminator 2. For one, an example is where uh, they're fixing the car. You know, they're on the run. And you see these two kids playing with toy guns and they're fighting. And John Connor looks at the Terminator. And he's like, we're not going to make it. People. And Arnold, without missing a beat. It's in your nature to destroy yourselves. Yeah, major drag. And, I mean, there's a lot of those moments. And how he teaches the Terminator, you know, certain humanistic things. But at the same time, he's still a Terminator. And he's only there, he's only sent to protect John Connor. Like when he tries to kill that one guy... And John Connor's like, you can't just go around killing people. And he says, why? I'm a Terminator. Because he's still a Terminator. He's just only a good guy for him as the protector. 
that's a sequel right there that really just blew people away. It was better than the first one. It won a special effects Oscar. You know, um, the T-1000. That was some scary-ass shit. Um, I saw Terminator 3. Bleh. I saw Terminator Salvation. Eh. Christian Bale was good, but... And Sam Worthington, but other than that... Eh. Um, Terminator Dark Fate. I love Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor. She couldn't even save that film. That film move slower than a turd it was like it's getting ripe it's getting riper Ooh, it stinks you know I was like okay I remember watching it with my friends they seemed to like it and I'm like where the fuck is this going where are you going with this and Sarah Connor and she's got cell phones and bags of chips because she likes to put the cell phones in the bag of chips okay um Edward Furlong due to CGI Makes an appearance in the new film. Arnold is basically the Terminator that aged. Which I find very strange. You know. They at least could have just CGI'd his face. But no. You know. So yes. Those of you who are wondering. Should I watch Dark Fate? Well. Maybe out of curiosity. But it sucked. It sucked. And... You know, that's, I mean, like the case of Dr. Sleep. That's a sequel 39 years in the making. I don't think at this point they're ever going to make the Beetlejuice sequel that they promised. You know? Sequels have, I mean, a shelf life. And I remember when I was watching Chinatown one time and they told me that there was a sequel to Chinatown. And I was like, really? No. Or the sequel to The French Connection. Jaws 2. Can I can I can I name a few more? I mean, if you look at Jaws 1, it's perfect. Richard Dreyfus. You know, um. Uh Roy Schneider. Or is it yeah, Roy Schneider. Um What was the other guy? The guy who played Quinn. You know what I'm talking about? That's another thing where the book is different than the movie is in Jaws, the book, Hooper sleeps with Brody's wife. And then Hooper dies at the end in the book. And in the movie, Hooper survived. Well, he lived. We've never seen Jaws. And I find that hard to believe that any of you have not seen Jaws yet. Um, you know. But yeah. So... When it comes to sequels, some are just dead on arrival. Yes, I know. You've got, uh, what's that one with Reese Witherspoon? She plays that Elle Woods lawyer. That's a sequel. Um, what's that one with Sandra Bullock? That's a sequel. Sequel, sequel, sequel. You know, at least they didn't make Cabaret the sequel. That would have been impossible. Or Chicago, the sequel. I, I'm so thankful they never did a Goonies sequel. I know it's been talked about. I talked about this extensively today where sometimes the trilogy works. Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, prequel. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, perfect. 
Indiana Jones, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. That's called wrapping it up because they had to tie up loose ends. Um, I would have done that in The Last Crusade. Have him reunite with Marion and, and their child. But no, they had to do it in the Crystal Skull. They had to have Shia LaBeouf as India, Anna, or no, he wasn't Indiana, Henry Jones III. It's like, what? There's enough. Um, you know, and, and I love the Indiana Jones franchise. Great films. But that fourth one? It's like, are you kidding me? And that's where we, you know, some sequels work, some don't. I, uh, good example, Captain America, great. The Winter Soldier was better. Civil War was good, but it was th- that is still tough to watch. Because it's tough to watch Iron Man and Captain America fight. Over Bucky, you know, Captain America's lover. Iron Man 1 and 2, perfect. Iron Man 3. Why? You gave Gwyneth more dialogue, you know? But other than that, I mean, and the Avengers, the Avengers, the first one, good. Second one, third one, yeah. Uh, Infinity War, you know, Endgame, it's all good. I think Endgame is the best one. Or it's like Kill Bill 1 and 2. Kill Bill 1 and 2, though, is one film split in two. So I wouldn't really call that a sequel. Okay. And so, I'll be back after these messages. And so I'm back with Dr. Zeus Podcasting. I promise you, the sequels... This is a sequel to the show. Um, I don't know. Life, well, life kind of does have sequels. They're called comebacks. Let's ask Robert Downey Jr. He knows about sequels and comebacks. Um, but yeah, you know, you can do that with movies, but you can't do that with albums. That's the thing right there, musically. I remember Janet Jackson saying how the the record company wanted her to do a control too, and she decided on Rhythm Nation. So, you know, it applies to music too. So, my hope is that the Joker sequel is really good, and then he wins another Oscar. So, unpleasant dreams.